Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epstein with the Direct Impact Podcast. And today, one of the things I have slated is mindful meditations. And before I can go into mindful meditation, I just wanted to, you know, take a moment to say to our audience that um, mindful meditations and guided imagery and tapping and all of those things, it's important to practice on the daily so that you know how to utilize those skills and those tools when shit hits the fan, okay? And for me, I'm just going to give you a great example of shit hitting the fan, okay? Because we're human, and, you know, (laughs) we actually had um, a great episode that we will link to in the show notes called When It Rains, It Pours, and we kind of talk about things coming in threes and fives and just, you know, you can feel like, gosh, it's turning into an entire season of shit. And that's why it's so important to have these practices and habits on a daily basis. Like, you want to have them as a daily habit and practice so that you can fall back on them in times of need. Because when we are angry and we are frustrated and we are mad and we are overwhelmed and we are just feeling like we can't take one more thing, that's not usually the time you're going to start to practice a new and healthy habit. Okay, let's be honest. Those times, those mini crises are not the times that you're going to be like, hmm, think I'd like to stop, take five deep breaths, and practice my gratitude. I'm so sorry. Like, maybe there are some people out there like that. This girl isn't one of them. Hell no, I am not one of them. And so I just want to give you an example of, you know, just a week. Like, yes, I am one of those people who has a journaling practice. And every single day, no matter what is going on, I am going to write down the 10 things that I am so grateful for. And yes, I have found a way through a lot of practice to be grateful for all of the things that I am about to complain about. And it's important that we get to that place where we can even be grateful for the shit show that is life sometimes, okay? But when we're in it, we're in it. And it's really hard to find like perspective. And so I know that there are a billion things out there worse than my week, but I'll just use my week as a great example of just how, you know, sometimes life is just not smooth. Sometimes it's frustrating. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Sometimes it's just a little bit more than you would have liked to have to handle that week. Okay. So for me, hmm, this is my week. This is how it started out. And again, not the worst week I've ever had, that's for sure, but it's just one that I'm ready to be done with. Okay, so I hear from my um, wonderful and amazing, by the way, intelligent and um, just helpful accountant. I hear from them that I have about uh, $10,000 more in taxes than I had anticipated. I had anticipated a hefty load. 
but not quite that much. So, you know, I had some sticker shock there. Now, I am one that tries to operate from abundance. And so I do believe that having to pay taxes is a you know, kind of a positive sign. You know, I look at that as, oh, okay. So Uncle Sam wants a piece of me. <laughs> and that must be that I'm doing pretty well, right? And so I have absolutely no problem paying taxes. I love the roads that we drive on. I love the, you know, that everybody has access to school and certain care and things like that. Like, I, I'm fine with that. But when I don't anticipate something coming and it hits me like a ton of bricks to the tune of 10 grand, I got to tell you, my central nervous system gets dysregulated. And for me, you know, you can either go to fight or flight, or you can go to freeze and appease. I tend to go definitely to the fight or flight. And so my brain goes somewhere between who do I need to... talk to you about this to make this right, or even to a place of what in the world happened that I wasn't prepared for this, okay? You know, is that my responsibility? Is that someone else's responsibility? But I go to that place of hypervigilance, hyper-aware, and I, you know, feel the emotion of anger to move me into action, right? Like, that's what happens. And so, all right. 10 grand in taxes. All right, but fine. You know, honestly, the silver lining is that I must have had a pretty damn good year. Okay, great. We'll make it work. It'll happen. You know, no no problem. So that's just one hit. And then I'm driving home and I see that there's a bad car accident and my son is standing there. Okay. So I realize that my son has been in a car accident. Of course, I pull over and we go through that process. Thank God that he was safe and he was healthy and he was not injured and neither was the other party. However, I can tell you that that is another very dysregulating moment. Fight or flight, right? Freeze, appease. For me, again, it's going to be fight or flight because that's the way I'm wired. That's my default mode network. Um, There's no right or wrong way to respond. We are just wired. And so that was just another central nervous system, like dysregulation, Okay, in a very short period of time, these are like little mini traumas, Um, definitely the car accident, not so much the, the taxes, but they really do hit you. And it's important that you take time to process it. But you start to like notice in your body, it's like, okay, at this point, something is off, something's off. So feeling a little insecure, you know, with regards to finances, and then I'm feeling extremely vulnerable and insecure with regards to my family and their safety and the reality that at any moment I could lose anything, any one of them. That's scary, right? It's real, but it's scary. And then I don't know. It wasn't just maybe the next day, you know, I got a ticket in the mail for $100 going 10 over in a school zone. And by the way, I went back to look and there is no school around that school zone. So very interesting, but a $100 ticket. And then, oh, another warning ticket today. And not driving, but a parking ticket. So I went down to the parking services to deal with that ticket because I knew that my app said that I still had plenty of time on my meter. I had paid when I got out of the car. My meter was running. It was still running. So why am I coming out to find a ticket on my vehicle? So I promptly go down to parking services to 
you know, try to communicate with them about the mishap, only to meet the most vilest of human beings sitting, thank God, behind glass. And now I know why they have glass at parking services, because thank God it's there. Because, you know, I could see in my mind my hands going around her neck. Okay. Did I do anything? No, it's all in my head. However, I'm glad the glass is there. The most vile of human beings, okay? You know, one of those lick lippers like, hmm, let's see. Let's see where the problem is. Well, we know where the problem is. Anyway, so just really dysregulating, just very dysregulating. And then there's some other things going on. My husband is really struggling, really struggling. He's got a very bad hip and is about to undergo a hip replacement. And poor baby, he's so active and energetic and fun-loving, and it's just hard as someone who loves him to watch him not be able to move and to not be able to do the things he wants to do and to just be in that much pain all of the time. So there's other things going on behind the scenes, but it just was like, oh my gosh, this is one of those weeks, and we're going to have those weeks. You know, when it rains, it pours. And that's not even to include, you know, having to deal with insurance companies, you know, my son's accident, although it was, oh my goodness, I can. I mean, it's been on my gratitude list quite a bit. It couldn't have happened better. It was a really a wonderful learning experience for him. You know, you still have to have several follow-up phone calls and all of those things with the insurance company. It was a total loss. The car was completely totaled and just, you know, all of those little things. Again, it's just been a week. Why do I share that with my audience? not to vent. I share it with you because this is life. This is life, you know, and maybe just so that we can appreciate the weeks that aren't this complex and overwhelming and consuming. But guess what? They happen. They happen to all of us. They happen despite our best efforts. They happen despite our healthy habits. They, you know, happen despite our best practices and our best efforts, you know, to, you know, to practice self-care and to prioritize our mental health, prioritize our well-being, you know, all of those things. We make great efforts, but that doesn't mean that we're not still going to experience the shit show of life sometimes and feel that deeper on a deeper level. Well, that's that week, and that's when mindful meditations, mindfulness or meditation, guided imagery, tapping, therapy, EMDR journaling, body movement, all of these things become so important to be in place as healthy habits, okay? And so I, for one, feel like today is a wonderful day to do a meditation, you know? It is, because it's a day. (laughs) Any day is the best day, but these are the days when you really, really, really get to benefit from them. Because your central nervous system is craving it. It needs it. It deserves it. It desires regulation. It desires peace. It desires healing. It desires to be seen. It, it needs some extra attention. And we want to be willing and ready to give it what it needs and craves. And so now we're just going to take a pause. Five deep breaths, okay? If you're listening to this, just kind of wind down, wind down and slow down. Start slowing your mind and start centering your thoughts, okay? Bring them back to your breath. Bring them back 
to your body. Bring them back to your stomach as it raises and as it falls. Okay, five deep breaths together. All the way in through your nose. Hold it for four seconds. Exhale through your mouth. And again, three more times. All the way in. Hold it through four. Exhale all the way out. You really want to emphasize that exhale. If you want to hum into the exhale, and then inhale and hold. Exhale all the way out, getting all that oxytocin and all that calm. Okay, all the way in. Hold. All the way out. Really using that diaphragm, really emphasizing the breath work. Okay. Five deep breaths of healing and life. And as we continue in that breath, I want you to breathe in peace on this inhale. Feel peace in your body. Feel contentment in your body. Feel that knowing in your body. And exhale the anxiety and the stress and the overwhelm. Feel it melt away. Let that energy move around. And on this inhale, you're going to breathe in peace and contentment. And you're going to hold. When you're holding, you're feeling this light in your body grow. You're feeling a warmth of contentment in your body grow. And exhale the toxicity. Let all those toxins and that negativity and that fear go. On the inhale, you inhale what you crave and need the most. Okay, what might be security, it might be peace, it might be comfort, it might be help of others. Breathe that in, breathe in that acceptance and let that light grow. And then release the fear, the anxiety, the overwhelm, anything that you're still hanging on to, any of that toxicity, anything that causes you angst or pain or anger or fear. And then breathe in one last time very deeply. Breathe in that feeling of assuredness. And when you hold it, I want you to say, you got this. You got this. Okay? We've got this. We know how to do this. And then let out any negativity that you're still holding on to. Any doubt. 
okay? Any self-deception, any, anything that you need to let go of in this moment, I invite you and give you permission to let it go, okay? Another thing we can do while we are centered in the present moment is you can do some tapping. If you're driving, go ahead and hit pause and come back to this later. Or you can pull the car over, okay? And when you are settled, when you can come back to the present moment, hands-free, just tap on your knees. One knee at a time, right knee, left knee, right knee, left knee, right knee, left knee, right knee, left knee, right knee, left knee. Keep tapping. And I just want you, while you're tapping, to say, you are more than enough. You are enough to handle any difficulties that come your way. You are more than enough. All of the fear can subside, you know? It's just telling you to look out. It's just telling you to be aware. It's just telling you to be mindful. It's just telling you there's things to do and we need to move into action. But we can let go of the stress, right? You are more than enough to handle the hardships that will inevitably come your way. You are capable. You are secure. You will allow the help of others. You will be open and receptive to see ways in which you can continue to grow and learn from each and every experience, the experiences we welcome and the experiences that cause pain. We are enough and we are capable of navigating all of those things and learning what we need to move forward in a happier and healthier light. You're tapping, you're tapping all of that in. You're tapping in the liberating truth of wholeness. You're tapping in the liberating truth that you are enough to overcome and conquer circumstances. Okay? All right. Now you can stop tapping and one more deep breath all the way in. Hold it. And now release. Now put your hand on your heart and make a commitment to yourself to embrace emotion, to love your emotions, to make peace with your emotions and all the parts of your wonderful self. And remember this. Let's reinforce for the future that when there is anxiety and overwhelm, you can come back to this practice and know that you are safe. There is safety in this practice. There is safety in your breath. There is safety in the present and in the here and now. I hope that this exercise helps, and I hope it is a great just example of how we can take our central nervous system, and our emotional states from one place to another in a very short period of time. We can control 
what happens in our bodies and our reactions to unwanted situations. You can do it. You can do it. And I'm so grateful that we were able to do this together today. And so remember these practices. Remember that, you know, they are a daily practice. It's something that we need to go ahead and bring into our lives on a daily basis so that we know how to do it and we can come back to it in times of distress. Okay, so thank you for listening to me today and listening to my week and learning how to calm our central nervous systems together. So keep breathing, keep breathing in life and renewal and joy and peace every single day. We love our audience. We love you guys. And if you found this useful, I am going to request right now that you share it with three or five other people that you care about that might benefit from it too. Um, Because at the Direct Impact Podcast, we're all about the ripple effect, the ripple effect of, you know, just positive emotion and joy and just supporting each other, loving on each other. It's all so important. So good karma coming back to you when you share and when you review. So thank you so much in advance. And we look forward to seeing you next time. All right. Bye for now. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein. Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist, and I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today.